Sheffield Steelers podcast. We start off uh, with head coach Aaron Fox. Aaron, Merry Christmas, and what a Christmas you gave 8,000-plus fans here tonight. Yeah, that was a fun one tonight. Um, huge crowd, great atmosphere. Um, saw one of our <laughs> DeLuca getting being in on all seven of those goals tonight with four of his own um pretty electric play from him tonight was fun to see and you know it was we're on a nice little run here right now we got to find a way to bottle it up and keep this rolling good stuff just talking about anthony he has that ability doesn't he to to be able to do those magical things yeah when he's engaged and uh his feet are moving for a full 60 he's he's an electric player um i felt like seven was you know he probably could have got a couple more tonight he missed he missed a couple great A's, and a couple of the guys he passed to also didn't didn't come through there. But, man, what a night, fun night. That line is, is something special, 63, uh, 15, and 88 there. You know, three really, really good players, have a lot of chemistry together, um, play with so much pace. Uh, fun to watch tonight. And also the rest of the uh, the crew, they jumped in, didn't they? Because no Dowd and no Armstrong, we are short-handed, and uh, yeah. you wouldn't have known it from 300 feet up in the air watching us. Yeah, I actually thought that Glasgow game in Glasgow might have been one of our most complete 60s we've played all year, um, and we were short-benched. You know, we had just lost Audi the game before, no John Armstrong, and guys are, are battling right now. They're doing all the little things right. We're, um, we're playing really good defensive men- mentality hockey, defense first, and we still create a ton. And I think that's the important thing is, you know what I mean? It's We haven't changed our offensive game at all. It's just been dialed in a little bit more defensively, and, and it's paid dividends. How has Josie Frobel uh, been a part of that as well? Joseph's been great. Um, I thought he, he was arguably our best D last weekend in the Glasgow series. Um, tonight I don't think it was as good, but did a lot of really, really good things right. He's one of those ga- guys that really competes hard, battles, um, isn't afraid to get his nose dirty, and uh, makes good plays with the puck. Nice for Will Curling to get in for 12 minutes yeah, as well. Yeah, that was great. Um, good to see Will. He's got the World Juniors coming up and hasn't had a lot of ton of game time, so it was really nice to get him in that environment tonight. Um, we asked Dubes there with 15 minutes left if, if he wanted to see the shutout out or get Will in there, and without a question, he said get Will in there. It just kind of shows you what kind of guy Dubes yeah. is as well. Good to see. And you've got a day now between... You're not playing back-to-back in Manchester a day. How does that change things in your preparation? Well, normally um, it depends on if it's a home game or an away game. We won't have a pre-game skate on Thursday, so I'll have the guys in tomorrow. We'll, we'll have a little light flush skate. It won't be too much, but it'll, we'll, we'll get them all in to, to get moving a little bit and get ready for Thursday. Okay, congratulations. Thanks. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks, guys. And uh, that's head coach Aaron Fox. Let's hang the TV microphone back. Just got one of those worrying looks at this... Uh, Jonathan, just to make sure that he all recorded, but he did. Merry Christmas, by the way. Merry Christmas to you. And uh, I think young, where's our young pup, Alex? Alex, he's, uh, he, does, he does the match report now, which is monumentally brilliant because it means I don't have to do it. Merry Christmas, Alex. Uh, and, uh, and a good night was had by us all, wasn't uh, it? Truly terrific night. It's how I've just opened the match report as it is that it's the perfect present to the bumper crowd that we're here to see it tonight. Was it about 8,000 tonight, did we think? Ooh, it looked like it, yeah. I mean, it was uh, pretty full in a lot of blocks. It was the only space you could get were the, uh, the seats right at the very back. It Can was, you uh, ever imagine going to a hockey game and then taking home £6,997? How must that lady feel tonight? That's pretty... I mean, it was incredible when... Uh, most nights here, but that is... Uh, that's a fantastic amount of money. I'm exhausted. Yeah. People just throwing money at your sides. And that was, And then I was walking past queues for the shirt raffle. It was incredible what people were doing. It is. And these little initiatives that they've struck up here at the Steelers make phenomenal amounts of money and prizes that you couldn't imagine getting anywhere else. And again, another 
full game worn raffle tonight of all the Christmas jerseys. It gets fans involved and it, it brings that connection, I feel, between the club itself and, and the fans. And also when people ask, how come the Steelers can bring in, you know, Johnson goes down and they bring in Kuka, then Kuka goes down and they bring in Ramble, then they bring in so-and-so and they bring in so-and-so. You want to know how they do it? Well, it's initiatives like that. That's why Tony and the club can, can afford to do those things. And it was a cracking night, though, from, from, from day one. And the Luca especially was just like on fire, wasn't it? He was... Can I just get my negative out of the way oh, now yeah, so on, we don't sure. have to bother with it for the rest of it? Here we go, here we go. From about the eighth minute of the game to about the 33rd minute of the game, really boring, not much happened. Quite a dull game because the Seals were just in control. They, Manchester, all the shots, the Steelers kept them to the outside. There just wasn't a lot happening. And on commentary, I was struggling for Have Sheffield sorted Manchester out? Have they sussed us out? Have they sussed them out at last? Here? Definitely, I think so. <clears throat> in Manchester... Very different. Yeah, I, I got an inkling from the cup game that I went up for that we were close to it. And we coped when they thought they were getting a foot back in the door. But we are yet to see a result as of this sort, the magnitude where we look that confident in Manchester, I think, you know, maybe we'll see it Saturday. Maybe that'll be the, the telling point. After this game, it's a, it's a, it's another dagger to them, but I'm, I'm still 50-50. What the Steelers showed tonight is how many extra gears they have. And there were times when it was a little bit flat, but then the Steelers just went through the gears and they can play at an intensity uh, that Manchester couldn't cope yeah. with. And that first line had too much speed. The second line had too much speed. The third line had too much speed. And when the Steelers were on it, Manchester had no answer. And it was just a case of hanging on. Will um, Curling's just going to come and have a chat with us. And uh, eating a cookie? No, it's cook- Congratulations, Will. First, you, you know, well, well, what's it like? Um, we can only imagine yeah, what it's, it's like to... Words are it's tough to describe, especially with how many people there were here tonight. Placing number 70, Thomas Duker in goal, 31. <laughs> yeah, so when, when Foxy told me, it was just sort of, be calm. Like, I think it's different now. It's the second time that I've gone in. I know it's a bit longer this time, but just with 8,000 plus people, it's obviously the most people I've ever played in front of. So I just sort of took a moment to take it in, and then it's just what we do every day sort of thing. And you made some saves as well. Yeah, there was... Um, they had a few shots, I don't know how many they had. It wasn't like a high number, but I just felt like obviously most of the work I've been doing with Dubs, I just took everything that he said and he said just enjoy it and that's exactly what I did. The last time you went in in Fife, the Steelers had a big lead. Again, they had a big lead, but it's the other side of the scoreboard. In Fife, there was a one, here there was a zero. Mm. That's on your mind, isn't it? Yeah, like no one wants to ruin that, right? Like you want to shout out for the team, it's, it's great, but I think with how much we went up today and Dookie played unreal to get us the lead and for him to basically give him the opportunity to go in and I really enjoyed it, thought it was a good time. Okay, top man, we'll just cut you short because the main fella has just wandered past us. Anthony, congratulations, four plus three um, in a Boxing Day hammering of the, uh, of the uh, Manchester Storm. How does that feel? Yeah, obviously you want to you wanna have a big game always against Manchester and Boxing Day, the stage is set. You gotta, you gotta show up. Uh, I like to, uh, I like to pride myself in games like that. And um, yeah, I just the guys were playing well, and I was just getting lucky to to get the the good touches at the right time. So obviously the the team played phenomenal, and it was just one of those nights that everything you touch kind of goes in. So one of the things I know Jonathan doesn't was a couple of hours before face off Jonathan, he walks in 
I'm in the dressing room, I'm selling a few 50-50 tickets. He bounces in. He's bouncing off the wall. He's bouncing. He's like making comments to guys. You were kind of ready right off the bat, weren't you? You were electric, you were alive at two o'clock, not four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, you mentioned that before the game. Yeah, I was pretty excited coming in. Uh, I like these games. It's, it's really, I know uh, there was probably going to be packed, so coming into this game, it's an easy motivation. You want to, I always love playing in front of these fans and, um, I, yeah, I definitely love playing at home, so in a packed barn, it's, it's just kind of easier. You just get, they get on your side and you just keep rolling. And so important to get off to that quick start. And you just talk us through those first two. Yeah, um, yeah, first one was, you know, it just kind of happened and just uh, D-man gets blew a tire and I was just, I was just ready to go. And uh, the second one, yeah, it was nice, really, really nice pass by Jono. Uh, it was funny, me and Jono have connected twice in the last two games here, but Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> Aaron, just explain. Everybody's like, Aaron Johnson just joined us. Aaron, just explain what you've just given to Anthony. So I gave him the uh, the game puck tonight with uh, where he scored seven points. He's got four goals and three assists, and it marked the date. <laughs> Not just three December assists, 26. three primary assists. Yeah, yeah. three great passes, that's for he, sure. He was terrific, wasn't he? Oh, I mean, just another night for me. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's good every night, right? Yeah, no, it's pretty spectacular. It's fun to watch. It was. We can't wait till you watch it from a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, the penalty shot as well. Um, yeah. I think everybody in the building just expected you to score. Like the pressure then is... Yeah, I, like I said, I like playing under pressure. Uh, Ginner's a phenomenal goalie. He was... That's, uh, that was my biggest fear, that it was his, him on the other end. I think pretty much any other goalie in the league I would have been happy except yeah. for him. But, he, uh, yeah, he's had my number uh, last game especially. So, definitely going into that, he was playing with my mind a bit. But, uh, yeah, just like I said, it was one of those nights that kind of anything you touch went in and... It was just, obviously, it's lovely to have one of those, yeah. but they don't come often. Twelve months ago, it was in Nottingham on Boxing Day, and it was a penalty shot in uh, in the shootout then that really sort of kick-started your Steelers' career. It had been a little bit, bit of sort of misfortune in front of goal. It really seemed to pick up from from that particular night, and it's been an astonishing 12 months, really, in front of goal for you. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess uh, last year was a bit hard. I came in, uh, wasn't ready to play, I guess, and... I, uh, I had some, I definitely had some problems uh, off off the ice at home that I wasn't didn't have my ha- my mind here, you know, and uh, definitely when uh, the guys the guys kind of started getting to know me and they they definitely helped out with that situation. I mentioned it a bunch of times. Jono and McGrath were the guys last year that really picked me up, and then definitely all those Brits just were you know so happy and helpful and. It was just nice to come to the rink again. So it was, um, yeah, it was a, honestly a life-changing experience for me. Uh, it just made me happy again to come to the arena. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a hell of a good 12 months, and there's a, definitely a reason why I signed back here, and it's a lot of a lot because of those guys. When you uh, were out for a couple of games earlier in the year, we know how desperate you were not just to get back in the team and get back playing again, but to get back with Connolly and Valorand and to be a part of that line. They showed why you want to be with them tonight. Yeah, I think. Um, I well, think they I, want to be with you as well. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Hey, yeah, it's, a, it's a three-way street with the three of you, isn't it? I mean, there's no, there's no main guy on that line. Each of the three of you are, are equals. It's yeah, I think. I think it's just my. Um, we, yeah, at the beginning of the year, it didn't necessarily work as as much as it is now, and it obviously just takes some time. And um, things, you know, things started picking up, and now we're just all three of us are just you know rolling and finding each other on the ice so it's really nice to be playing with those guys they're obviously phenomenal guys and 
they uh, they've been bringing a lot to this team. So I'm just happy to be on their line, of course. What what Aaron's just giving you there, which is the puck with the tape around it, with all the goals and everything on there. You'll look at that tonight, but that's going to be something you keep because in years to come, you're going to look back and go, well, that was some boxing day, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. It's uh, what a classy move by him to go get that puck. It's obviously something something you cherish. And like I said before, it's not it's not every night that you have a seven-point night. So for him to have thought of me and do that, it's a really, really nice moment. I'll remember that for sure. Okay, top man. I appreciate hey, that. Yeah, great job. Guys. We're not aware of, in the Elite League era, any other Steelers player having a seven-point night. We've checked. We might There might be one. We can't find one. If anyone knows, please let us know. Yeah. Uh, we thought it might be from the 18-1 against Edinburgh, but Neil Clark got five plus one that night, so we think that's the first, in the Elite League era, seven-point night. There were plenty of others back in the old days when uh, yeah. Yeah. seven-goal nights. Shooting them common. Common. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were doing it most nights. Aaron Fox mentioned it, but he actually, he could have had two or three more, couldn't he? Well, <laughs> In the uh, when he was already on a hat trick in the first period, he was in on a two on one, and he looked for Valoram, which normally that's a good idea, but the pass got broken up, and he probably should have taken the shot on himself. After he'd scored his hat trick, he had two more on Gin that he made saves on, and he continued to get himself into good positions. And the chemistry is so good on that line, and they're making such smart decisions the majority of the time. I think his best assist for me tonight was the one on um, Valoram's goal when he breaks down and sort of blocks, sorry, on Connolly's goal, and he blocks the clearance from Matt Ginn. And he's on his knees, he gets to his knees, and the first player he sees is Valorand, but he takes an extra beat and sees Connolly's in a better position, so he plays that pass instead. If he plays it to Connolly, um, it's, uh, it's an easier save for Ginn, but he's completely out of the game with a pass across to Connolly. Just shows that in the heat of the moment, they're thinking so clearly. How many goals did you have in the White House tonight, Alex? Uh, just, just the one. Just the one. And, 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 and how was it for you? How was that? Did you, did you hear Alex's goal? I, I, I did as well. I thought it was excellent. First class. Was it the Connolly one? Because I don't remember. Could... Or was it the Connolly It one? must have been because I don't think I had oh, it. Was the, it was the Valorant goal, that, yeah. that passing play. So we had the, the perfect seat from a pipe yeah, seat exactly goal, down uh, the ice. Yeah. It, left, right, and it, center it was one of them where you, and it's, it doesn't get you to your feet instantly. To, but it's like... You just you just sit and applaud. It was that that classy team team goal that was. Uh... Tell you what, it was a classy as well. He's when Duba's on a shutout, mm. and he says, "Now let the kid come in and finish it off." That shows Aaron Johnson's just showed some class here. Duba shows some class. There's those older pros, it's it's excellent, isn't it? That's it. And it's a, it's a team shutout, and uh, you know they'll both get the the credit. They'll both get the name uh, in lights for it. It's thoroughly deserved. I mean, Will Curley's been very patient. The Steelers have had a few sort of fairly big wins in, in recent weeks, and you think, well, maybe he could have got, you know, 30 seconds here. He could have had, you know, a 5-1 game last Sunday in Glasgow. Could he have had the final minute there? Well, he probably could have once, but he's waited, and I'm just so pleased that he made some saves. So when he went in in five, you know, a couple got past him, and it's always a little bit of a, you yeah. know, here was my chance, and I've let two in on four shots. But to make the saves tonight, it's... Uh, you know, a big what, confidence booster. What was the text you two were just sharing? Was that on goals and stuff? Yeah, it was literally on the shutouts, just that it goes down as the team shutout because of yeah. the town that, that First gave, team right? shutout for the Steelers since January 2011 when Mustakoffs and Woolhouse shared one against Edinburgh. 9 0. That's why we chose you, Jonathan. That's why we chose you. Should we go for a stroll? Should we? Are you joining us, Alex? Or are you? Yeah, okay. So we're uh, just by the coach's office now. We're turning into the players' uh, corridor. The other results tonight, uh, I was hoping that Guildford could have done Cardiff, but Cardiff turned it around. Yeah, they. Uh, Guildford got an equaliser, but Cardiff won the shootout 2 0. 
and there was uh, a comeback from Nottingham. They were 3-1 down, got it back to 3-all, 4-3 down, back to 4-all. And uh, Sam Hur won it for them in overtime. Panthers are finding a way at the moment and uh, that'll be a really tough series. Certainly tougher than it was in the Challenge Cup games earlier in the season. This is a different looking Nottingham side and uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day will be uh, a real test for the Steelers. Got Ben O'Connor in our sights. We'll uh, try and go and get Ben, first of all, on the Steelers podcast. Hayley, how are you? Good to see you, Keith. Good to see you. I'll catch catch you in a second, Hayley. Congratulations. Well, firstly, Merry Christmas. And secondly, congratulations, Dominant, tonight. Yeah, it's great. You know, we we mustn't have had too much turkey and alcohol yesterday because we looked really good. Um, We played simple, we played smart, we played the way that that uh, that Foxy wants us to, and I think that showed. All that time you spent in hospital looking after Robert Dowd has obviously uh, done the trick. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> he was, uh, we'll talk about Dowdy again in a second, but have we sussed Manchester out here at home now and we've now just got to transfer that into the storm shelter there? It's not Manchester, it's just us. You know, we've got to play our game and when we play our game, we're a very dangerous team and when we get away from our game, uh, we're pretty poor. So, um, you know, Manchester's a tough place to go and play. It doesn't come down to X's and O's. It doesn't come down to skill. It just comes down to who's working harder. You know, it's a small rink and things happen very quickly. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Manchester edged the shot count tonight, but the feeling from watching on the stream was that a lot of those shots were from the outside and that the defence were pretty much in control of uh, a lot of the time Manchester had zone possession. It wasn't in the dangerous areas. Yeah, there was a lot of perimeter shots and you know, that's what we want. We've got good goalies in Will and, and Doobie and we'll give, them, we'll give them those shots all day long. Uh, they didn't get in the house too much at all. and um, Yeah, I thought, it was, I thought we played very well. Pretty classy at Doobie, wasn't it? We had 12 to go to you know, give up on the shutout, if you like. To, yeah, to Foxy his. asked me to go and speak to him and see if he wanted to stay in or if he wants to come out and let Will go in. And you know what, credit to Doobie because he sees how hard Will works every day. He's, he's always staying on the ice after with Doobie and working on extra things. And um, you know what, so for Doobie to let him go in with 12 minutes left is uh, a real class act on his part. Just tell me, how, how is your best mate at the moment? How is Dowdy? Because he's, uh, it's, it's horrible what's happened to him, isn't it? It is, and you know what, it's... The last couple of years, he's had injuries that you know you can't control. Yeah. You know his hand, his knee. It's it's just things that you know fitness and whatever you do off the ice that can't account for on the ice. You know he's driving hard to the net. He gets clipped there and goes into the boards. That's just hockey. And um, he was on an absolute tear this year. And you know he's frustrated. He's a bit down about it but you know that's life and that's the way that Robert Dowd plays his hockey game and that's the why he's so successful and we all love him because he plays on that edge he, he plays hard and it's just really unfortunate so you know what it's uh, like he tweeted the other day he's got to set new goals and he'll come back faster stronger and fitter than, than before and, and hopefully make it back for the end of the year okay we wish you well and now you, you go back inside and get dressed yeah. and uh We'll see who else we can uh, we can we can call. I thought Ben was excellent tonight. I thought the D was solid all yeah. the way through, wasn't it? Crabbell was uh, top class again. It was uh, really good defensive we're all show. Worried when Kirk left us, but actually Crabbell's yeah, very well, good, I isn't it? A credit has to go to Eric Mellon because the Kirk Brocklehurst partnership was so strong. Uh, Mellon's just slotted into that and uh, just looked good. I think the uh, actually always going to keep O'Connor and uh, Davy together, but the other pairings have been uh, been very strong. Okay, I think uh, we've only got Steeler Dan to interview here, and I don't think we're going to do that. So we'll uh, we'll walk back out. Everybody else has hit the uh, hit the showers. Um, in two days' time, we have to go and do it all again. 
I was hoping now one of our challenges, Guildford or Cardiff, would drop points tonight, but three-point games are nightmares, aren't they? Um, but in two days' time, we've got to go in with a short squad. We've got to go into Manchester and go one better, haven't we, than, than we did a couple of days ago. Yeah, I mean, Manchester are missing a couple of imports as well, so it's, uh, you know, it's hurting them. They've, got to put, they've been playing Kyle Hope in defence, so... You know, we've got the luxury of having other players to bring in. Manchester, with a smaller budget and you know, thus limited resources, they're struggling a little more. So I don't want to sort of use that as a, you know, an excuse the Steelers can use because Manchester are one of the teams, like Glasgow as well, who have um, been hit by the injury bugs. But Steelers need a win. Yeah, It'll undo not all of the good work, but most of the good work tonight if there's not two points from, uh, from Manchester on Saturday. And, uh, and then with the New Year's games, it doesn't look like Cardiff are going to be slipping up anytime I soon. We might before, be able yeah. to make yeah. them slip up when we play them again, but in the meantime, they're in control of how they do in those games and uh, their winning run matches ours at the moment. I think two, if not all three of the games that we've played against them have been our best games and we haven't beaten them. And, that, and that's when people said that says a lot Cardiff, about how good Cardiff weren't are. playing well and they, they were still beating us when we were, we were playing well. Just about Boxing Day, people said, oh, Manchester, was it going to work? Manchester, it worked tonight, Boxing Day. It worked fine. Yeah, I think some of that, I guess, has come from the, the, the kind of rivalry that we've built up this year already. Um, in the, especially in the cup games and obviously having them in the quarterfinals as well has helped and I think if you, if you look at the games against Nottingham lately there hasn't been that old Steelers-Panthers rivalry that maybe we could have got out of the guys five years ago and why that is don't really know but you look at this game tonight and it, it still had that you know, there wasn't the fight that maybe could have happened I was surprised Manchester weren't more physical mm. and I wonder if they were sort of realised the game was gone um, in the second period and sort of were saving themselves perhaps for Saturday I thought there was going to be a reaction following those uh, two games in the challenge finished cup. as yeah. well um, it was, you know I thought as soon as anyone goes anywhere near a netminder early in the game Ginn gets taken out by his own player um, I just thought that Manchester would have a different approach tonight um, I'd be surprised if there isn't a different approach again uh, come Saturday. Okay, well, uh, happy Christmas, happy New Year. Well, uh, all speaking about. Oh, go on, he's got some more stats. Of course, yeah. Go on, uh, go Steelers' again. fourth Boxing Day shutout uh, against Hull in 2006 with Jody Lehman, 2013 against Nottingham with Frank Doyle, and 2017 against Nottingham with Mustakovs. Uh, DeLuca has already scored four in a game for the Steelers, did it against Cardiff last year. In the Elite League era, he's the first player to do that for a second time. Globke, Clark, Meyer, Forney, Fretter and Dowd have all done it once. Those were the magical skills of Jonathan Fernley, who top job it there as, uh, as ever. Who did you have on collar tonight? Uh, nobody. Nobody, you're all on your jack. Oh, Where was Big John? I don't know, we kept waiting for him to turn up, but I think oh, he was just... Uh, no Big John. I think he wanted no, to sit in the stands and enjoy it along with the, uh, the rest of the crowd. Yeah. Was, uh, you know, that was... Uh, no. That was a treat at times, it really was. It was. The, uh, the it noise was. of the crowd and the, the quality of the goals was uh, no, well except, worth An exception or not. Top job, John, top job, Alex. And, uh, well, I guess we'll do it all again. New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Well, that's the end of the Sheffield Steelers podcast. And as I say, we'll be back on New Year's Day with our next edition. Darren Johnson.